0: doing the welcome, right? It's my mm-hmm. episode, isn't
1: it? I chose District 9. This is facts. I don't know why I'm staring at you, Sam. I'm really sorry. I,
0: I, I think I
2: chose District 9, but it's okay. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Everyone get your list out. Did this you? Is, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Don't maybe whip my list out, mate. Did you Did you
2: choose District 9? Oh, I'm, I'm saying the list we posted in the book.
0: Yeah, oh, was it you? Yeah, oh, you're a cheeky bugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I going I get to host you me. That. I, I didn't really? think you'd put it on your list. Let me find out. I th- I chose Elysium. You'd probably chose that's District pretty sure I, chose yeah. it. My, I love my, District, the the no one thing
3: wrong with district
0: <laughs> Hold on. Ever five I've gone. One thing wrong. Well
3: it's not it's not actually wrong, but you'll notice it, and I'll say it. You know when that lady gets interviewed, that like professor There's
1: so many ladies. The
3: professor woman
1: Okay, that's fine. Yeah.
3: Look at the bookshelf. Yep. But the books all messy, and then yeah. the next bit they obviously cared about it, and then they rearranged the books to look nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
1: why, you've... Oh, don't I why how, did you don't. That... I hate that kind
3: of continuity. <laughs> really it's so but isn't it
1: all filmed like documentary style anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah but like. So you could easily. Maybe it's just a different day. Yeah,
2: well she's trying to District nine was, was on Sam's list. Was it? Yeah.
3: Oh <laughs> genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Ryan like in here turn. with the false claims. <laughs> what else do well, we said. <laughs> that's, like, that's, 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 that's fine, Last it's Sammy's I, I genuinely
0: believed you, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you get to host me. Well you said <laughs> it was
0: one of your favourite films. It so is one of my favourite films. It's was one of my favourites, yeah. Nice one dude. I tell you what, go on. I hosted last one. Like yeah. It's Yeah, I welcome it. Thanks. Right. I fucking hate introducing... Uh, hello! Oh.
1: Shall I go again? Hello! Nice. How
0: was that one? Yeah, that was a good intro. I can do another one if you want. <laughs> right, We've ruined it, it all time with trumped. the afterwards. Right, no, you no, because I can it. cut You've all just cut just... this bit out. It'll will you you just
1: can... be me going, hello, hello, hello.
0: <laughs>
2: hello? Oh, uh, that,
1: right. that was my
3: delivery as well. Why don't it
2: with a wagwan? Ooh. Wagwan!
3: We're not opening with a wagwan. Let's do it.
1: Uh, no, I'm
3: not doing that. Oh, you can say hello,
1: and then I'll say one. You guys are welcome to say whatever you want when I introduce yeah. you. Guys, that's fine. If you want to say one, that's fine. I probably will cut <laughs> it. And it'll just be hi, Jason. Silence. Hello hey. and welcome to not yet owned by Disney. And as I'm aware,
3: we're it's, still yeah, still not yet owned by not Disney. yet, not yet. We're doing well. Third, third episode. We're doing well. We're getting getting Ten episodes
1: down, though. Three and a half. They're going with the chat with the intro. Yeah.
0: They want us. They got to pay up.
1: Yeah. How much do I reckon I pay? Fiver. Fiverr? I'd take a fiver in these times as well, to be fair. Be if
0: if we got a fiver and then got the... You'd have some the, self-work. I mean, yeah, but we'd get self-work. so <laughs> much. Tom doesn't want any money, just I'm self-work. I'm, I'm work. worth more than a fiver. <laughs> yeah, but think of how much money we'll make from the audience that Disney will give us. That's Apparently, true. I'm very corruptible.
3: Um, just saying. So. You're exactly what they're after. <laughs> You don't
0: give me any stuff. shares of this fucking podcast. Keep
3: <laughs> He's going to overtake the whole thing. I mean, like. I'm going to...
0: Monopolise it. I'm going to Obadiah Stain the shit out of
1: you, <laughs> This all sounds very dramatic. I don't want to be a part <laughs> of it. Obadiah Stain?
0: Hey, who Who's he from? Who's he from? What's he from? Iron Man. He's oh, the bad oh,
1: That's Iron a chance. <laughs> that was
2: a chance. <laughs> uh, I was so Built this podcast in a cave from a bunch of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a wild one today, guys. So yeah, this is our podcast. We're going to be watching a movie that one of us has not seen before. I'm your host, Ryan, and we've got Jason.
3: Yeah, all the way over here.
1: <laughs> nice. We've got Tom. Hello. And we've got the <laughs> lovely, newly shaven Sam.
2: Hey. We've got to come up with a new celebrity lookalike for Sam. Do we? So, who was, was the initial? He was Henry Cavill oh, yeah, slash fuck. Kit Harrington. Kit
1: Harrington? What, was the-, oh, yeah, Kit what was
2: the name? Kit Cavill. Kit Cavill. <laughs> it's, all, it's all changed since <laughs> then. Bring back yeah. Kit Cavill. Or Henry Harrington. What or else? Henry Harrington mm. alliteration. Well, so
0: we've been discussing this. Uh, Jason has had two good ideas and I pr- think they're pretty solid. I would like to hear both of them. Take it away, Jay.
3: Well, after a lot of consideration of, of bald and bearded actors. It's a large group. Had to settle on. I think Tom mentioned Colin Farrell. In a it's specific, specific picture. Uh, in, in it's one. the eyebrows. Yeah. But since then... Is it Bullseye?
0: Yeah. Is that the one? That's Colin Farrell.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he bald? But, I mean,
0: is that
1: the version that you're thinking? He is bald. I don't know. I well, no, not a really big I'm, yeah, I'm not
3: oh. sure which film was from. No, because he he's just got a goatee.
1: He does have a goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're trying you to find one with like the
3: full beard as well. And the only one I've really been able to find... Is John Travolta, when he's got shaved head, I'm sorry, comparison. and you yeah, you're gonna pull that face. You're gonna pull, pull that face, Jason. but let me just pull for the his audience. Face up. Just to clarify, I'm
1: pulling a revolted, sickening face. Oh, yeah, but let me just pull I've his heard face nonsense up.
0: in my time, and
3: also,
1: you
0: uh, we've got the old uh Jeff Bridges, um, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges, uh, Heather. What's he from?
2: Hey, <laughs> She's she dead said, I'm not. <laughs>
3: Held it. Did
2: Don't
3: over with
1: a goatee. Okay. Yeah, no, I can see it. I can see
3: it. It's not a good... It's not a kind comparison. What do you mean it's not kind comparison? Sam, turn your head right a little bit and look slightly up and squint your eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see it. Does Stanley mean- Tucci's not, not... Can tumble, I, can I really? see the picture there, James? <laughs> So basically, what we're saying is a lot of bald and bearded actors look basically
0: the same. Any bald bearded actor. Did you no. just fucking compare me to Stanley Tucci again? I'm going to slap you, that a this, this was, yeah. So, that is for,
1: for, for all our listeners, Sam does look like a, um, a bald. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, his number is O double seven. Yeah. No. Actually, sorry. Tom has come in with a late shout. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone for who is that? I he's the guy know. from John. That's Wick That's the guy two. from John Wick Two. Yeah. I want to say
3: common. Yeah, it's is common, isn't it? I think so. I'm down with, down with the kids.
1: Down with the kids.
3: This is just. We're now
1: just looking at celebrities. Well, we've got Dwayne
3: Johnson. You said Dwayne Johnson I, for some Dwayne, John Dwayne, 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 Dwayne Johnson. 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 Is, where's that Dwayne it's Johnson? I don't look anything like him. Well, apparently with a shaved head and a beard. I mean, it's
1: it's it's not
3: far off
2: do the so dreamy eyes
1: if you could imagine a colin farrell cross with dwayne the rock johnson a dwayne would, farrell a dwayne farrell <laughs>
0: a, a colin du- johnson <laughs> colin johnson <laughs> <laughs> Colin Johnson is the new name
1: for sam congratulations so yes the movie today that we are all going to be watching is the wonderful district nine Ooh. and um, one of my favorites one of
0: mine as well, Sam? One of my You'll be pleased directors. to know. We just watched the trailer. We did.
1: Jason, you are the lucky individual to have never seen this movie. What, yeah. what, were, your, what were your thoughts? What well, your the first was? thing I
3: thought when I watched the trailer was, why the fuck haven't I seen this movie?
1: Why haven't you seen this movie? Have you heard about this movie? Yeah,
3: I've heard about this movie loads. I don't really know why I haven't seen it. Like, it looks sick. Like, I'm intrigued by having... Well, because I don't... Well, I haven't seen the film, so I don't know what I'm expecting. But I'm looking forward to seeing Aliens... Mm -hmm. in close proximity to humans I don't know if that's going to happen so I'm like I'm thinking of things and I don't know if I'm actually looking no no no, that's fine that's
1: fine because I would say I think one of the best bits I don't know if you guys are in agreement uh, Sam and Tom human alien interaction and that part that that whole aspect of the story is probably what
0: makes this whole movie it's very uncomfortable work yeah yeah it's very uncomfortable Made and relevant. it explores racial issues mm. really like i think that's like the biggest statement that the film makes is like racial issues in south africa obviously were quite a big yeah it's insane yeah. yeah so uh yeah no i think this film is very clever in how it depicts it sure
1: yeah i think i mean we'll probably get into it obviously more when we watch the movie but I do think in some ways it handles it very well. Mm. I think there are other ways that I don't think hold up as well and I think are maybe slight issues but I think overall I think what it's presenting this whole thing as an analogy for is clear. I think it works and I think ultimately they tie in a story that works really well. I care I care for all the characters in the story. I care for Vickers like it's yeah Um, combined with really good effects like uh, what is it 2009 i think this came out yeah the I, I
0: think that's where neil like i don't know if you've seen any of his oat studio stuff mm. on youtube um but neil blomkamp with he cleverly uh works around money with yeah. effects yeah like he's very good at making something look very good with with not too much Minimal to work budget, with yeah.
1: and i don't know whether that came through for you jason in the trailer but yeah like...
3: it seemed very like simplistic well i've seen elysium obviously mm. well i'm imagining it's going to be very similar to the style of Elysium while they were on Earth. Yeah. Kinda of desolate, kinda of like savage in a way. Yeah. Um
1: they um he utilizes CGI in a very clever way I think in that you know it's not showy it's not Mm. you know not always up front centre of camera it's very much cleverly utilised to sort of enhance the world around them Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the biggest part of that is the whole ship throughout this entire movie just kind of there in the background you never see it in sort of full detail but it's always sort of there and I think cleverly placing it at that sort of distance and in the background stops you having to spend so much
0: more money trying yeah, to make it's, it. It's, it mm-hmm. does its job, which is uh, quite an intimidating, mysterious presence mm-hmm. above the city.
1: Yeah. Any any other thoughts going in, Jason?
3: Yeah, I don't really know what to expect.
1: Did the, yeah. Did the trailer like sort of give away? The any trailer sort of narrative doesn't really show, show no, that doesn't.
3: much. Yeah. It just it shows the well. I'm looking at this here. Government mm-hmm. official gets a shock when he evicts an alien race from their Johannesburg shanty town. I didn't even quite get that from the trailer. Yeah. Like, you saw him going into, like, one shack, but I wouldn't no have figured either. that that was the plot from the trailer. So yeah. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing a trailer that doesn't just, like, spoon-feed you the entire story. Yeah. And even if it has there in the footage, it hasn't done it in a way that I know, like, you know, this is the first half of the film, this is the last half of the film, like, this will probably come later. Yeah. In terms of the characters and, you know, having a scene where, oh, shit, is that character going to survive or this or this? Yeah. But no, it's just a really good trailer that has me intrigued for the film. Nice. Mm.
1: I think, obviously, reflecting on having seen the movie, um, I thought the trailer was fine. I think, ultimately, it's sort of...
0: I feel like it slightly misleads as to what the film is. For sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I can definitely see that. And I I definitely also think there's things that I wouldn't have included because I think in the movie, as a reveal, I think they're better. I don't... So I saw this in the cinema way back when. And um, I don't remember seeing a trailer for it at the time. I just went and watched it. And there are, yeah, there are parts of this movie that I really fucking enjoy when they get revealed. Mm. Um, and I think they sort of share some of those moments in the trailer. And that is a bit of a letdown for me because I'm like, save that stuff. The movie. But yeah, I mean, all in all, I think, yeah, it's, it's perfectly put together. Like, it does its job. I think it, it's Gets sort of
0: brought to the surface uh, just. Realizing how much they kind of mash together a bunch of action to make it mm. make a trailer more exciting yeah, to pull yeah, in the sure. masses. For sure, when this film is yeah, it's like a documentary style sort
2: of film.
1: Yeah, which is again another aspect I think that we'll probably end up chatting about afterwards mm. because I, I I find that quite an interesting choice.
2: Is it filmed as if like? The cameraman's a natural person. Yeah, yeah. So, what's
1: going on. so again, uh, again, I think this will probably be discussed quite a bit afterwards. But ultimately, it sort of starts as one thing and then becomes another, mm. and it's a bit yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. There's definitely conversation to be had
2: that part of like how it's filmed. Yeah. So um, I think it's sort of done fairly. It's not obvious that it's like a found footage style. Yeah, what, from the trailer well from like the film itself
0: right yeah fair enough it's not like um, Cloverfield where it's like Mm. blatant it's almost like the difference between a handheld and professional documentary yeah Yeah. so
2: this is more like a professional documentary because it is sort of it's meant like it starts off they're filming a documentary about the Shantytown isn't it
1: yes well basically what it is am I remembering yeah I mean I don't want to spoil too much But it is a sort of documentary style. So it's obviously government. It's it's almost like captured elements that have been sort of released. And it looks like they're sort of piecing together an interview sort of kind of thing. But again, at a very definite point... That sort of stops and it becomes something
0: else, yeah. Um, so am I the only one here that would have preferred as well that him to create let Halo Landfall,
1: <laughs> yeah? So I didn't realize it was a one or other choice until you told me earlier, yeah. Um, so just a random aside, uh,
0: well, I'll let you say, Sam. Well, so uh, Neil Blomkamp and Peter Jackson were about to make a Halo movie, pretty much all but gone through, and then there was a bunch of Microsoft politics that came into it. And we love um, those corporations, yeah, yeah. boys, and uh, we love them. Disney sign us. The film got cancelled cancelled all of the props that were made for that film got put into District 9 pretty much so this film got created and it it fruitioned from the fact that the Halo movie got Mm cancelled which really sucks because Neil Blomkamp one of my favourite directors if not my favourite Halo easily my favourite like lore franchise out there it would have been like a match made in heaven perfect marriage for you yeah Mm
1: -hmm. So yeah, obviously you told us earlier that it was sort of a choice between this and that. I didn't realise that was the case. Um, I I realised that he had made the Halo Land, short as yeah. like a sort of concept thing to show that this can be done. Obviously that got canned and then Peter Jackson, obviously having worked with him, Neil Blanc had this other idea and then they made this. I think whatever leads to this creation, I think is ultimately a good thing because yeah. I really... Go, uh, uh, you know, cards on the table going into this movie. I'm a big fucking fan. I think if we had been robbed of this for a Halo movie, it would have uh, been a dream. I don't know whether I <laughs> would. I
2: imagine Halo would kind of probably have another chance at a film, whereas if it hadn't cancelled this first time, mm. we wouldn't have got this. That's true enough. And we man. wouldn't get it in, in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, Halo has a uh, Starz tv series coming out does it and it's meant to be their answer to game of thrones which just makes me cringe that's interesting the stars is like real low (laughs) it's gonna be shit (laughs) man i don't hold high hopes yeah it's it's quite an expensive tv series but it was basically announced in like 2012 or 2014 or something um as something that steven spielberg was creating was this halo tv series and obviously we still know pretty much nothing about it um not great science but it is going through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I, I think you're right, Tom. The Halo's always going to be around. Someone's going to take a crack at it. I don't think this movie is going to be made by anyone else other than Neil Blomkamp. It's clearly his sort of child, and I think ultimately it works for the better because I genuinely think District Nine. Would you call this his magnum opus? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoy Blomkamp. I'm probably one of the more like lenient. Fact, like I know he. I know a lot of people like District Nine, and then a lot of people are very harsh on the rest of his sort of work. I'm I probably come in on the the lesser side of that. Like I I enjoy Elysium. Mm. Um, I think Elysium. Chappy, I don't really like. Never seen it, and I have seen his oak stuff. So you know mm. like that's that's funny. which is pretty decent, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd say without a doubt, this is definitely the best Recently, I know you're a big
0: hey, uh, not Halo. Uh, that's me. Um, you're a big Alien fan. Mm. Um, oh yeah, you saw yeah. his concepts for the Alien yeah, movie. Sure. Were you intrigued by that, or were, do you not reckon it wouldn't have worked? Yeah,
1: or? I mean, it's a tricky one because with Alien and the series as a whole, I, I'm way more into the sort of like nihilistic Alien. So like Alien, Alien Three, mm. Aliens is obviously a good movie. I'm not saying it's saying it's a bad movie, but I think they lose something with the transition from horror to sort of action i think the xenomorphs and
0: aliens was were definitely like they'd taken it from this uh, menacing Mm. like intelligent being to these just rabid animalistic style being yeah it was a cool movie
1: yeah Um, and that's the thing like like, there's lots of aliens i really fucking enjoyed like you know the queen and the sorry life cycle but um yeah, I, I like my alien movies a bit more, sort of like it's just scary, just more rooted in horror. Mm. Um, and I think from what I saw of the Blomkamp one, is sort of aired more towards aliens. Mm. So while I would probably be interested, I, I mean, I would have definitely gone and watched it because I, I mean, I watched Alien vs Predator Requiem mm. in the cinema. So and yeah. that's literally
0: the giantest turd of a movie. Speaking of Alien vs Predator big Halo inspiration no Halo was a big inspiration not nah hold on was, inspired go on? By, <laughs> was massively inspired by yeah. uh, Alien uh, versus Predator. not the film but just the creatures in it um, oh really like, well so one of the main characters in Aliens mm. uh, the sergeant guy with the moustache yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah. sergeant Johnson from uh, one Halo One Two and Three, yeah, yeah. literally a carbon oh, really? copy, yeah, carbon copy of the character. I, I haven't played enough Halo to, um, to know. About. And the Predator, old uh, Fagface. old yeah, Fangface, face <laughs> F- <say>? Fangface, <laughs> Fagface okay. fag works as <laughs> well. <wrong. laughs> That's, That's the, the, the elites from Halo, is it? Yeah, they've got the. it's like a
3: little mix of mix of that and uh, Alien.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The elites
3: are pretty much that. So it? what yeah, we're saying is,
0: so what we're saying
1: is, Alien and Predator have basically ruled the sci-fi landscape. For yeah, they
0: quite, quite some time. Interesting,
2: yeah. interesting, so interesting.
0: Who, who is it here that hasn't seen Predator going off? Uh, Tom, I believe <laughs>
1: that's on the list, isn't it? I'm that's on the list. the list. I
2: thought you were going to tickle me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to pat you on the back there. that was such a fearful response as well like well, I thought you were going to take what do you think of me dude yeah. basically <laughs> people have always for some reason had a thing for grabbing my nipples and. <laughs> so anytime anytime anyone puts their hands near like <laughs> my torso <laughs> Sort of going
1: to the fence <laughs> Oh, last week with nipple Stiltskin This week with the nipple twisting. Tom, you're uh, you key.
2: You're key to this whole but, thing. Like more than one person in more than one setting, completely unrelated. Just love grabbing my nipples. To be fair, got great nipples. I know. Uh, to
1: be fair, there's nothing more irritating than a, than a nipple grab. So, yeah. um, like an, an, an unwanted nipple grab. District Nine. <laughs>
0: uh, p- di- mm-hmm. uh, Let's watch it. <laughs> <Take
1: two. laughs> that's a perfect ending point. <laughs> i would a fan. Uh, right, should Can we, we do this, then, boys? Yeah. I was
3: going to say something, but no, that's fine. <laughs> that's All right.
1: right uh, yeah. Awesome. Let's fucking do it, boys. <laughs>
3: And now, a word from our sponsor. Goo, you've
1: you're a man. You're you're working for the man all night and day. You
3: need goo. Have you ever thought about goo? <laughs> what? You... Have you? Do you do you want to be some kind of different man type <laughs> thing? You need black goo. You spray the... it into your face. Right. Into the face, up the nose, in the eyes, a little in the ears, didn't hurt nobody. <laughs> and what does this goo do?
1: The goo, it changes your insides. You lose your fingernails first. Oh, yeah. Then your teeth. Have My you teeth. ever found both your fingernails
3: and teeth Cumbersome. bothersome? Cumbersome. <laughs> and bothersome.
1: Combathesome.
3: You need black goo. I'd like some kind of prawn-type hands.
1: Um, do, uh, do you ever look at your f- plate and think, I want
3: to be that? I want to be, is, is look as good as is that on my plate. Black goo. Hmm. Have you ever wanted to change Being. everything? Change your species? Change, you, be be a spaceman? You were once a man, now you're a prawn. Black goo. Stick it to the man.
1: <laughs> And now back to our feature presentation.
0: I got really, no, really warm whilst I was sleeping.
1: Gone? How
0: warm? Like, like a single bead of sweat dripping down on my head. No, that's really descriptive. <laughs> Almost too descriptive. There he is. All in position. Mm -hmm. Bloody hell, Ryan. We just finished that film. Bloody (laughs) hell, Harry. (laughs) Some of us did. Yes, um... We're in. Yeah, we're back. I've realised how flawlessly professional I am. Oh, you probably the most professional. I fell asleep. Yes, I mean, all of the action. But I guess the action's kind of the least important part, in a sense. uh, Depends what. That was action. quite a claim to make, wasn't
3: it? <laughs> it's a massive claim. Yeah, I don't. I disagree. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> just, like, I'm just
0: I'm looking for an. He's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the vast like, majority
3: save. of the story was, was encompassed in the bits that weren't action, and the action was just the culmination of the story, which I guess is very. But important.
2: there are story beats within
1: the action. So what record. we're saying here,
2: Sam, you fucked it. Yeah, you missed. You missed. <sighs> this ain't no Zack Snyder film. Where the action
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and He's it's right.
2: real Got nothing.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of that's thing. District 9. Jason, I'm yeah. going to come to you first. Okay. Because, obviously, you are the freshest mm-hmm. freshest to this movie. What are your opinions? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I loved it.
3: Yeah? yeah? Brilliant. It was... Thank you
1: for coming to our podcast. <laughs> we are done and dusted. 10 out of 10. Done. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> no, go on. It was... All
3: rated good out of 10. It was constantly surprising. Each part of the main guy remind me of his name again. Uh, Vickers. Vickers. Vickers Van der map. Vickers Dickus. His arc was, yeah, just surprising to me as his character. I don't know, the whole film, I didn't know where it was going to go at all points. And I think it was because they kept failing a lot Mm. to the point where and then even even at the point where Vickers hit Christopher round the head and like knocked him out, like he wasn't thinking in that moment about like he he could only fix him in three years. Sure. The fuck does he think he's going to be able to fix himself? Like each time a character did something, it wasn't out of character for them. It was just surprising in the arc of the story because I'm like, where the fuck is this going to go yeah. now? Like he's just knocked him out. Like what is there, What are they actually going to be able to do if anything? He's just doomed the situation even yeah. further. And every time that happened, then something else occurred, like, even when Christopher was standing in the lab and they started shooting and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, now he's fucking it up. Like, each of them just seemed to be, like, getting themselves into these situations and then somehow they get out of
0: it. Flawed characters.
1: Flawed characters,
3: Flawed. but they realize their flaws in enough time to sort of redeem themselves or there's just something else going on, like the little guy, yeah. the child, who's behind the scenes, just like, yeah, fuck these guys bickering, I'm just going to do what I was going to do. Playing on
1: his computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still very much love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to say so uh, Vicus uh, play by, uh, Charlotte Copley that's his first yeah. ever movie as well and I think he absolutely smashes it cuz his cool. first, that's first movie first ever movie oh, just wow. plucked.
0: he's he plays such a um, such a relatable sort of character mm-hmm. like mm. he's he's just very real like he's very flawed yeah um but also someone that you kind of care about
1: yeah I think the way they structure the, the movie probably helps it a lot but i'm unsure where i fall in so obviously you've got the movies presented as sort of a documentary but then parts of it aren't they're just like a nat, like a normal film where you're just yeah. viewing viewing events and I don't know... I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if it's successful. Well, the, the I think it's very successful.
2: The documentary parts are sort of showing us what the sort of human viewpoint is. Yeah. And then the non-documentary parts are giving us sort of inside look narrative. at the other yeah, side. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I think I, I do think that works in terms of, for this movie, it, it, mean, it allows them to sort of lay out the world in quite a, like, you know, it dumps all that exposition... Mm-hmm quite easily and you're allowed to do that because it's this sort of documentary narrative Mm. so you can kind of get aware of it a bit more i think if you don't have that then you've just got a character
2: explaining this world i think it's sort of showing how these sorts of communities are shown to us through the media and Mm. a lot of people don't really get to see what it's actually like so Mm -hmm. everything you see from the aliens viewpoint is non-documentary yeah And then you don't really have, other than Vickers, any scenes, I guess with the wife, but other than that,
3: any sort of human... Experience of the situation is presented yeah. as a documentary or yeah. a news report. I did notice how even when it was no longer the documentary um, footage, mm-hmm. the camera movements didn't change too drastically, and so it didn't feel jarring going between the two because it still had on the non-documentary footage these sort of like odd shaky zooms in on like bits of of like key information mm-hmm. or like or at the end of a scene, and so. Well, yeah, while it wasn't the documentary footage anymore, it didn't lose the the tone of it, and yeah. didn't make the film feel like two separate things.
1: Yeah, I think there was. Which a, I think that
3: be something like
1: that. Yeah, I think there was a point where one of the guys gets his head blown off, and the blood splatters onto the camera. Mm-hmm. And I like I don't know, like in my mind, I like I don't understand. I don't know, like that doesn't make sense for how you're viewing it. I don't know, like who is because that then there's places no... a physical camera yeah, in there's that no scene. Character
2: that camera is represented yeah do you know yeah it's a a strange strange choice um
1: but yeah i don't i like the documentary stuff i like the narrative stuff i don't know if there's a smoother way to do it or if if there is even another way they could have done it like i just i just think occasionally it doesn't quite marry up having both those two playing off against each other
3: interesting it also could be used as um thinking this all of the well the vast majority of the human footage was all documentary style Mm -hmm. and so emulates a feeling of control and a a feeling of structure somewhat whereas all of the alien footage was not sort of touching on what Tom said but then how it's then used to show like the control amongst the people and then like the erratic nature of yeah, slums that they were
1: in. I mean, again, I don't like. I think ultimately they're in a tough place because there's so much sort of world building needed. You know, the the it's a lived in world. The aliens have been there for twenty years or whatever. You know that there, there's so much exposition that they have to sort of get out in those early stages. I can't really think of another way that they can do that without it just being a boring dump of exposition which really awkward dialogue yeah. 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 (laughs) So I guess ultimately it works for that, but then I just find it frustrating that it then switches into basically a movie. It's just a weird transition for me. I think
3: it could be taken as like the prelude to the film, but also it does it it
2: carries on throughout the film as well.
3: Mm, Yeah,
1: yeah, and like it sort of like dips back into it, which I find weird because again, it's like I like maybe have the first twenty minutes or the first you know fifteen minutes, whatever, as this documentary thing, Mm. then let it be its movie. That's fine. To then sort pick it
2: up again at the end,
1: coming back in and out of it, it's a bit I don't know, bit a bit odd. Very similar to End of Watch in that sense. Yes, similar. Like yeah, I've never yeah. thought of that as a comparison. To yeah. Like. yeah, I um, when I was watching, have we all seen Elysium? Mm. No, Tom hasn't. Okay, cool. So I actually didn't realise how much similarity similarity I think there is between the two. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, obviously this is sort of like a race uh analogy and obviously Elise is more about totally it's quite more similar about, as well. um, mm. you know uh, the rich and poor and that divide mm. but actually ultimately narratively they're pretty much the same story like someone's got something that the other people want yeah they then go on a you know run
0: a badass adventure yeah, yeah yeah, basically
1: and then they um get them in the end so
0: i i, th- I liked how uh, they touched upon like race issues and stuff like that in this film um Another real-world issue that they sort of briefly uh, alluded at was uh, media-twisting mm. narratives that mm. the people who control the media want to push, which is something mm. that the Western world even struggles with yeah. uh, massively. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. happened, obviously, throughout this film, yeah. where vi- Victor, Victor... Vickers... 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 He got a bit screwed over, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I think some of the more interesting aspects of the movie... Ah, when it's touching part of the real world and sort of seeing how the aliens coexist with the humans. Mm. Obviously this performance has been out for a while. I've read quite a bit about it and there is definitely a sort of race, a race discussion to be had here. Mm. Um, On one side, I think they sort of handle it pretty well. Um, I think uh, an, an argument that can be made against it is this idea of almost like copying an experience of a race in the real world, then transporting that and putting it on this alien fictional species, mm. and then that not necessarily being
0: it doesn't make a good thing harsh, to
1: do. No. Do you know what I mean? I I'm feel positive. like, hmm,
0: yeah, I I, th- I think people are smart enough to see the similarities between. Uh, the aliens and like the the Mm -hmm. issues that are happening or have happened in the past Um, and I think that doing it this way makes it way less um, I don't know just it it does it in a way that people aren't going to get hurt or offended
1: I feel like it's again to hmm. a point I think because I think the the point that people will make is that like can you just take that experience and then put it into this fictional setting and just go, oh, yeah, this is, like, a similar
0: thing. Like, is that a good thing? I think so, for sure.
1: It brings awareness to it. Yeah, Um, I think it's it's interesting using it in the concept of aliens because I've never seen that done before with aliens in a movie. I think
2: it sort of commented on how people see... Certain groups, so like they see them mm. as completely separate and different, like yeah. almost as alien. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how people sort of justify treating them differently is because they don't see them as even the same. Sure. Yeah. And
0: species. they're not. They're not even willing to listen to them to yeah. get their side. Basically, yeah. it's like, yeah. just yeah. A, a, what's the word? An umbrella term is used for like the whole species in this film. Mm-hmm like the the prawns and stuff like that and they're all the same mm.
3: as as each other yeah it's um, a, like a derogatory it, degrading term yeah, that like yeah. uh, doesn't allow for any individuality among them Um, and you you see that through Vickers's approach to each of them whenever he goes door to door he like it's like you slowly see his huma- humanity return yeah because he's going door to door like with a script, yelling at them, and then this one prawn. What actually is their species? Do we even know? I don't think it has a they name. They never got yeah, a name. They literally name. only just had that. Just, they're aliens, Just called. Just yeah. yeah. And then it takes this one actually talking to him, and that was all it was. It was like a few, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of sentences between the two of them. Yeah. And then that literally, it like, it was like it broke through the script, and while he was still like ang- like against him, and still sort of attacking him in the same way. Yeah. Just that little bit of communication allowed, like him, to see the prawn's humanity, see that there wasn't actually really that much difference between them, yeah. and that was like the start of his descent. Maybe even before he got sprayed. Yeah, see, yeah, I've, I find it, stuff, I find story. it interesting
1: that you saw it then, because for me, I don't think there's any sort of change in him until the point where he's having to test. Hmm. And then what I find interesting is that his change as a character only comes about from him being threatened or mm-hmm. him, be, him being in a, in a problematic scenario. So actually, you know, he doesn't really turn good, you know, no. so to speak, in that, like, you know, he doesn't go, oh, I see what I'm doing is wrong. It a- actually comes down to, oh, my life is in danger mm-hmm. and this is what's going on and actually I'm being used. Yeah. And then and it time, takes that to sort of yeah. make that change. Yeah, trend, just probably.
2: experiencing what... These people yeah. are
0: experiencing mm. to really yeah. understand. Probably didn't help that, like the the least human aspect of this film is uh, the M B the MNU. MNU yeah. basically tor- torture Vickers. Yeah, for and it's quite it's quite unpleasant to watch, man. Yeah, like yeah. that whole torture sequence was kind of fucked up. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah it's pretty savage, and I think that's again a big sort of. Big kudos to this film, I think, is in the in the prawns design. Mm. Like that the, you they absolutely nail it in terms of, you know, they give the creatures these expressive eyes, yeah. like they're very clearly alien, but also there's, there's a lot of human aspects a lot of body to body language as yeah. well, which is yeah. very human. The one the that's, that's about promoted. to get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. And the
2: little kid fun. like sort of cowering away, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, him. yeah.
1: And it's just yeah, that it's sort of masterful design in terms of eliciting that sort of response
2: because when you first see them on screen like they are just these horrible ugly looking aliens and then they sort of show you through the dialogue and their body language and their reactions to things how similar they really are to humans yeah and it sort of um, plays on that reaction that like just instant human reaction to just sort of See something different to yourself, and instantly like distance yourself from it because it's different. Mm. I noticed when they were talking about like witch doctors and stuff, and uh, how they would sort of, sort of poach the aliens, I guess. Yeah, uh, reminded me of um, witch doctors in a lot of places in Africa will um, claim that albino people. Are like, um, have magical properties and no, like, really. use them in medicine. So, you know, people in Africa are the victims of the similar sort of thing they're showing yeah. in this film. Yeah, um, another
1: that sort of what I was alluding to in the pre talk is that another area of this film that gets quite a bit of criticism is that whole the, the Nigerian sort mm-hmm. of gang witch doctor part, just in terms of sort of relying heavily on established stereotypes of you know them eating flesh to like imbue themselves with the magic powers etc etc that gets quite a bit of criticism
0: so you know while i think but it doesn't depict them free like it's not like there's a lot of people that are doing that in this film like it's it's a it's a small portion in a country i mean yeah Yeah. it doesn't doesn't need to to, and it's not like it doesn't doesn't exist yeah. yeah You're yeah. this is the thing. but it I just I just, small... I just
1: think I guess it's quite an easy thing to jump to, and I don't know how much it adds in narratively to the story. Like he could have that warlord could have wanted it for the weapons alone. But I think that would necessarily sort of make it to... a
2: little bit sort of shallow almost because it's yeah. like you think everyone just wants them for the weapons. Yeah, there? but One I mean
1: reason. ultimately that I think that ties into but... the point of it, right?
2: Like, but, but, but it's also not reflective of reality because. People do believe these sorts of things that certain people have these yeah, yeah, yeah. magical properties. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. It's just I'm, another not, I'm not saying that I don't think
1: that that could possibly be a thing to exist, but then I do think that that is a stereotype that mm. might yeah. not necessarily I mean, have been needed. I also found it, it very interesting leaving.
2: that they showed that part of the documentary section where they talk about the witch doctors mm. and then pretty much immediately after that show the scientists experimenting on Bikus and other alien body parts yeah, almost sort of that. contrast like here's the sort of aggressive yeah. stereotypical like um, primitive or sort of beliefs and then here's the modern quote unquote like progressive yeah. and modern
3: sort of beliefs but Not they are really almost so pretty true. much exactly yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, the same I know, yeah that's interesting I never sort of that's a good like that. spot yeah, dude. they're yeah. coming to the exact same conclusions as well because neither yeah. of them are actually yeah. getting anywhere because neither of them yeah. Because they're focusing on their own ideals, not actually yeah. understanding mm. the nature of the thing. Like I think he says at one point when he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna cut your arm off and eat it, and I'll get your properties." And he's like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> yeah. And it's Don't just fuck like, it come out. if like they're both stuck in their own fantasies of how they're gonna get power, yeah. but they can't break away from it. Um, Interesting. I noticed. Fuck. What was it?
1: Why do you think about that? Can we it's just a... talk about the, me- the mech suit. Everyone likes the mech seat, right? Oh, it's good. good. I? Fucking, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's I like it's magnet. Thing to catch the bullets. The bullets, yeah, that's that fucking,
1: fucking highly enjoyable. I it's really enjoy the pig launcher. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea why it's doing it, but I fucking enjoy it launching a pig. I mean, as a concept, I mean, I don't actually want to see a pig launch. It's horrible. But yeah, if the, I mean, up
3: that action scene.
1: The, um, I mean, we mentioned it beforehand. The, the effects, the, the action, um, they just hold up. Man but I don't, I, I yeah. really, really enjoy The
2: effects, it. like, you can tell it's from 2009, but there's a couple of moments when the mech, like, first appears early in the film, and yeah, it yeah. doesn't really work, but then yeah, later on with the background quite yeah. well. It's weird how, like, well it... How good it looks later on compared for to how sure. it does not Yeah, I think
1: there's maybe, like, one or two things where it doesn't quite... Like, when you've got the prawns sort of full-bodied and they're running around, occasionally the colour seems a little bit jarring in terms of, like, them standing out mm-hmm. from their surroundings. They, they um, are
3: quite vibrant colours, the prawns. Yeah. Like, the yellows and the, and the reds, like, they stand um, out. Yeah. And I think that's good for, for like, the longer shots. Mm. Because while it's blurry you can kind of make out their figures a bit better Uh, like like you said about the good use of CGI it's used subtly to make things not deteriorate depending on the distance of shot Um,
1: yeah I think there's you know one or two things that sort of you know date it a little bit but overall man yeah I just and and knowing sort of the budget that he was working on I know it was quite a tight budget like real small stuff I know Mm. Uh, obviously, Peter Jackson. So um, the prawns themselves in the like close up shots are all uh, wetter workshops. So mm-hmm. like yeah, you can just let's go. not
0: the, fucking... There is one uh, issue that sort of sprung to the surface to me, mm-hmm. and it was the fact that um, this woman she was sitting in front of a bookshelf, <laughs> and yeah. the books were super untidy <laughs> in one shot, and then in another shot they were completely different but It was Ooh. fucking bizarre. <laughs> and they were neato bloody madness
3: shout out, out to uh,
1: shout out to podcast fan Heather for that spot
3: yeah wasn't even that though they were changing the framing of the shot <laughs> it was just, in the same uh, fucking the, 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 the main, main issue with, different with wait, the, like, the issue was different angle the main issue with that entire shot I'm telling you they point that's the only <laughs> issue lost a point <laughs> it's a haircut it's no one else's interview shot changed I fucking hate that
2: looks like she tried to cut her own fringe
1: yeah it's a terrible decision yeah I just
2: yeah I really really like that movie
1: so I think it got announced a couple of weeks back that they are <laughs> looking at doing a sequel. Oh,
0: Blomkamp is, is, uh, is writing it down. This how is do, the question, though. Uh, is is Vickers still alive? or It's is, is kind of like an Inception-style thing, like you're not too sure <laughs> um, whether it is really him that's turned into, alien, a, turned into an alien.
1: Yeah, I mean, do we, do we think he needs to be part of any sequel?
0: I kind of don't think he does. And no, I, would, I would hope no. that
3: his story's wrapped up. So, yeah. uh, Neil Blomkamp revealed that he and his writing partner, Terry Tatchell, who co-wrote the movie, and also Charlton Copley, who played um, Vickers, are in the process of writing the screenplay. So the Ooh, three really of them good. are writing, Ooh. undisclosed as to whether he's actually in it or not. They yeah. Cool um, that he's having an input in the yeah. actual story.
1: Yeah. <sighs> See, I don't know with this one. Back when it first came out, and, you know, the the sort of, like, years after, I was I would be super hyped. I was like, oh, man, the sequel would be sick, and they're going to come back, have a huge war or something like that. I don't know how much I want a sequel now. I don't know how much it needs a sequel. I think it really think... depends
2: on what they do. Yeah, I mean, as always, with all yeah, movies,
3: if like, he's going to explore do, issues
0: but... like this film does, mm-hmm. like, then absolutely yeah. it deserves a sequel. Oh, um, sure. Sure. But if it's... But I don't think, Neil, being a fan... I don't think Neil Blomkamp would go anywhere if he didn't have a good idea of what he was going to mm. do with it. He's not going to just do. Do you not know think after,
1: after obviously you know he has been sort of dwindling returns in terms of just general the general consensus. I feel you like think? you
0: just haven't seen Ode studios, mate. Oh um, yeah, I've, I've
1: seen them. Well,
0: well, you're enjoyable.
1: Well, i mean, you know I'm just saying in terms of box office pull. Whoa.
0: Great, like Fucking Chappy. He's got yeah.
1: dwindling, dwindling returns. What you, was his last film? Do you, you trust, trust him? Yeah, with Chappy. Yeah,
0: I trust. I trust him. Yeah, he's my boy. Fair. Uh, and then after this, he can make a Halo movie. <laughs> 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 nah, that's done I mean. Don't say Halo's no, done. Mate. It's, it's done. Not. Don't say Halo's done.
1: Um. Yeah. Any other? Any other big standout things for you, you boys? If
0: you got sprayed with a black liquid and started turning into a prawn, having watched this movie, what would you guys do? Having watched the movie, yeah,
1: chop my arm, chop my arm, mate.
0: Sorry, that's just <laughs> up a point. So he goes Why? to chop his arm off, right?
3: <laughs> Does he just chop off a finger? Yeah, it's a terrible decision. <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like he pointless.
0: changed halfway through doing that. He like almost changed his mind, but was mid swing, and then it just went. Do you reckon? Well, now because if you changed finger.
3: your mind, you just wouldn't cut anything off. Because Wait, this is well, <laughs> no, this is a, this is a perfect example. No, this is just a flawed character that he is because this is exactly the same kind of thing as him hitting Christopher around the head, like. We could probably pick up on a few more of them mm. if, we, if we really try to analyse it, where he's in the moment and and does half a job that isn't actually going to get the job done. So then, like, don't even do it at all. Like, he shouldn't have even been focusing on that if he was going to do anything. Like, he had all this time while they were looking for him to, like, I don't know, hide, do something productive. But instead, he just, like, nicked an axe and cowered in a bush, <laughs> attempting to cut his arm off, didn't actually cut his arm off. Actually, just mutilated himself and probably fucked himself up more <laughs> for the rest of the story, which is exactly what he did with Christopher, fucking up the situation more for the rest Mate, of the story. Man was fucked up. Yeah, If I'm turning into a fraud, i are not, not thinking he's straight. Anakin, straight. You're not yeah. thinking straight. Anakin, yeah. But then it's all cum- cumulative like, to him actually <laughs> making the right decision. Maybe at he's like, later on.
2: I'll just, I'll start with a finger. We'll start small. And and I was like, like, are you just going to keep chopping, yeah, like, constantly? Like, maybe so. just if I can like... do the finger,
3: then I can do the arm. Yeah. And then he does the finger. And the... so many things could be going through his head, because he could be like, if I'm fucking, like, prawn, like, how do I know if, yeah. like, what if I grow back? Do I just chop off a thumb and see <laughs> if it grows back? And then if it does, like, there's no point cutting off the arm. If like, you some weird chop your fingers off first,
0: then you chop your hand off. Being distracted by the pain of the fingers, how much more painful is it going to well, be that's chopping the hand off? Would um, it be more painful? Well, surely yeah. it, you, yeah. once you've got past the fingers, you, you could just keep
2: going. But you didn't have enough time, did he? you? You no, said no, that with didn't. such confidence. I'm, I'm <laughs> just a saying, man like, who's, <laughs> as we're staring at that, you, missing I mean I mean, the pain of the finger would disappear as soon as you chopped off the. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You just have the pain in the arm.
0: Yeah. Mm, but so. once you've got, like, once you've, right, well done me, I've done the fingers.
2: Now I've done the he wrist. Pl- is he applauding himself? Yeah, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think he was planning on chopping his arm off bit by bit. All I'm saying is at this
0: point, you may as well just like commit to it, and you'd be like, right, okay, I've done the wrist now. The whole hand's gone. Right, I can definitely do this next bit. Mm. I can handle this. He's, he might have passed out before then, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, he's I mean, got alien...
2: Director's I, t- I, t- I can tell you what I wouldn't do. Chop the finger I
1: wouldn't... Off. Immediately go to a fucking burger joint and start ordering a fucking chips and burger.
2: I mean, he's probably
3: starving. Well, I don't think he immediately just. Eh, that's it was like, his first place, man. No, was like I'm that's like he He'd already been
2: asleep. My
0: guy, man was fucked up. Yeah, he's been on
2: the <laughs> run. He, he could not get any food through. from the actual burger joint because they all ran away from him. So he goes back to the slums, goes to sleep. Mate, that slums. Well, the next day, worse. Yeah, but he's starving. He eats cat yeah, food. He does eat cat food.
1: Was that? I mean that was him that was him prawning right yeah that was rough partially yeah
2: and then also Um,
3: they used a really cool thing that I noticed a lot where so I saw uh, Tom um, Tom, I saw you cringe at the fingernails Mm -hmm. and I think we all cringed at the teeth I think that was a really good way of connecting any member of the audience to the main character because you could literally cringe and feel yeah. what he was feeling at each point. Like, the teeth thing is something yeah. a lot of people hate. It'd be Because terrible. they're really sensitive yeah. and intimate yeah. parts. Yeah, and like, there. when the fingernail... Like, if you can kind of feel it on yourself, it does connect yeah. you to the character that little bit more, and that was a really good way. Because I don't think many people... Or many people could probably relate to him for a lot of his behaviours, mm. but his actual character, I think, is a very... You know, this sort of businessman who's following a script sure. all of his life, compromising a lot of things, because obviously his character completely changes yeah, when yeah. put into a uh, difficult circumstance. So yeah, it was just like a cool way of uh, making the character relatable. relatable.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. If my fingernails were coming off, I'd be fucking raging I'd be well. freaking out, man. I'd be going to burger <laughs> <like after laughs> Um Yeah, the, the body horror aspects were done really well. And yeah, they again chose the right sort of things to do while also making it quite subtle, do you know what I mean? It's mm. not in your face. Like mm. the nail bit is fucking like, you know, it just gets that reaction mm-hmm. out and then, of an then it audience. moves on. And then yeah, it yeah. doesn't linger on it too much, which yeah. is always fun. Yeah, just a lot of just a lot of the movies done well. I, and again I will say I think a lot of its success ultimately comes down to uh, Copley, um as as Vickers. You know, really bar obviously the opening where they're sort of world building um, and obviously Christopher Johnson as as a character, he's basically carrying the movie and um for for the guy's
0: first movie it's yeah. It's outstanding. It's right? insane, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean I don't know how much obviously he's calling from real life. Like, I don't know what he was doing before or whether he was I I don't know, a fucking businessman
0: or whatever. Mm. I don't know how you know how um, how much acting he he's necessarily doing? I'm very much looking forward to seeing him in Elysium, which is also on our list. Mm. So yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, but yeah, he he
1: he yeah nails nails this movie. Car- carries it uh, with a plum, I think. Um, and then
2: yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the child character a little bit. Go on. Because um, I sort of noticed that sort of the moment Vickus starts transforming into an alien, mm-hmm. all the human characters sort of see him as just part alien. Like they see him as his alien parts. Oh, he can use the weapons. We can do this. Yeah. Sort of. Cease to see as humanity at all. And then when he meets the kid, the kid sort of sees that their arms are the same and he's like, oh, we're, we're similar to each other. So mm-hmm. like the kid sees how they're similar and everyone else sees how they are different. Nice. And so the kid sort of relates oh, nice. to him, even yeah. though it's sort of only a partial similarity. He's sure. Like, that similarity connects us. Yeah. Whereas all the humans were like, that part of you that makes you different makes you not what Yeah.
1: Do you think that sort of like linking to gen obviously real world how obviously children generally yeah
2: and sort of those sort of prejudices are oh shit that's learnt. so good sure, yeah
1: that's so good do um it. do we <laughs> ever see it from the aliens point of
2: view is
1: there ever any sort of prejudice i can never say enough um sort of thrown back i don't think there is is there i think they're always sort of the not the victims
3: of being the some So Christopher,
2: like, as soon as Vickers is in his house, he's like, get out, go away, yeah, leave me yeah. alone. But then also, um, they've just been... there's good reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think all the aliens, like at the end, they see how Vickers has sort of stood up for them. Mm. Least, and come to his defence. Um, I don't know before that if... The only...
3: Because yeah, it's only... never really... The aliens don't kick off unless provoked yeah. like, a, at any point in the film. Yeah. The, the... Like, and that's what you can compare to any... You could probably compare it to police brutality to a certain degree. I mean, obviously, no, mm. one's, no one's kicking police officers and killing them, and then they're, yeah. they're not immediately shooting them. But shit like that isn't far off. Yeah. Um, and I think that first scene when the, the police officer prodded the alien in the back who was munching on the tyre, probably quite, like... Whoa.
0: Yeah, one thing that so strikes true. Yeah, I, yeah what other yeah. what else strikes true is the fact that the aliens and this is like where gang crime and drugs and all of that in the real world become a real issue is when the government fails um, on the level of financing a place and making sure that everyone's mm. got jobs and that you're yes. treating everyone the same. That doesn't happen. So that's why you've got places like these shanty towns mm. that shouldn't exist because there's plenty of wealth out there and uh, it should have been distributed correctly. But what the government actually did was shoveled all of these aliens into places of poverty mm. and the aliens turned into gangs and a yeah. crime and, of well, yeah, because yeah, I guess they
1: sort of... U- they they utilise the fact that the aliens don't know what's going on ultimately, right? Yeah. Like, they have no sort of content or idea, yeah. and thus it, it's, they're
3: sort of left in their own devices. So, so this goes back to my first question that I said, I think, when the film first started, was when they knew the aliens were going to, weren't going to be able to leave, if they had somehow... Well, you would need to build up to it, first off, because to integrate... A different population, such a vastly different population into the general public would need some acclimatizing too. Yeah. But if at that point they then actually tried to integrate them in some way and not just keep them in this shanty town, would it have gone away of them being accepted and integrated into society? Or do you think the human human element is probably the wrong phrase to use the human the like animosity against uh, an, an outgroup? Yeah. Would have just come through anyway, and they would have been divided in that sense, and would have caused fighting in the cities. Yeah. And is that why they then keep them in a shanty town? Because they know that ultimately, if they do try to integrate them, it will cause violence in more popular populous areas.
1: So almost keeping them in these areas for their own good.
3: Yeah, because maybe yeah. you could you could take the perspective of like maybe this has been tried before. I can't really think of yeah. any examples, like, uh, but rather than go down the route of worrying and having to put loads of effort into stopping violence in these places. Just keep it contained. Keep them there. Mm. They'll fight amongst themselves. We'll send some people in. If I can kill some of them that are rising up every now and again, just keep them oppressed because we won't be able to integrate them. Uh, and I think and that's, that's a route that's uh, taken way too often. Yeah, and so often. Mm. And I think it's a deliberate route as well. Mm. And I think that's a very good message that he is yeah. creating with this film yeah. and using aliens is the right level of detachment from exactly. our society to be able to display the message without um incriminating any kind of uh, governing body for doing this kind of action in their actual countries. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think... I, I definitely think the movie is at its most sort of interesting. When, like, if you boil it down, narratively, not much actually happens, right? It's like, not
2: a massively complicated yeah, story.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. simple, but I do think... That it touches upon a lot of interesting sort of like mm. s- uh, so sociological sort of ideas and um, concepts.
2: there's a lot beneath the surface.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that, yeah, I enjoy the questions it, it poses. I, I, I mean, I could definitely spend so much more time in this world and just finding out you know how things happened, how they are presented on uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. I I think it's an interesting take for an alien movie. You don't have many sort of, you know, not, invasion's the wrong word, but, you know, aliens arriving. And then, A, being settled over Johannesburg, I think that's an interesting choice in and of itself. Yeah. Um, just because, obviously, you know, we've seen aliens turn up over London. We've seen them turn up over New York. Like, setting it in a you know a whole other sort of part of the world obviously creates a whole bunch of... Uh, their different sort of dynamics oh, yeah, so yeah i found that interesting and yeah um you know to sort of touch upon your question jason i don't know it's 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 interesting i think that humans being humans i think the idea of them being like oh we'll control them
0: because we think it's the right thing to do seems like the most real human thing to do I, don't, just I like... don't think I think they know that it's not the right thing to do, and I think it's pure, think... yeah they are purely I, controlling cause... them from a financial standpoint. No, you keep them impressed, and they keep they keep uh, abducting them, experimenting on them. The you see that the ultimately mm. the humans' goals or the governing uh, humans' yeah. goals is to use the alien weaponry.
1: But I don't know whether that is born out of like. I don't know. Again, this is probably where we differ on our views on humanity. Maybe I don't know, but, but I, I, I always like to imagine that ultimately there's some sort of good reasoning in the human mind to be like, I'm yeah, trying to do the yeah. right, good thing. You know, keep them. Disney out isn't arm. trying to do the right <laughs> thing. Listen, mate. They, we need that I'm check. Sam, I'm just
0: telling you, mate. Right? They yes, humanity uh, on a mass scale is good inherently, mm. but when you get People in powerful positions. Everybody. It corrupts, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they lose their humanity. And that's exactly what happened to the governing body in this film. They lost their humanity. It was all about their own agendas at this point, And there was no good intentions behind it.
3: And it was always... Keeping keeping anyone in a situation like that in a shantytown is always a short-term fix. Mm-hmm. There's never a For long-term sure. solution to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is its own like fake it's just human gonna though, keep right? rolling yes. over but there a resettlement program human? going on mm, that's, that's right. where they're living while they're being resettled but the resettlement program because we didn't see much about that yeah, and, yeah, he, and he they showed the leaflet right. but yeah, then he yeah. said like you don't want to be in those tents and I was I've only well only in the last five minutes realised that those tents weren't they just the labs? So the resettlement was just them getting. I didn't realise the I tents were the right. resettlement. No, I think they are. Ju- I think they are. They were actually being resettled somewhere. I, thi- yeah. I think they're being they're resettled,
1: not. but not. It's still not a good thing. Like, but
3: how many of them are actually being resettled, and how many of them are just ending up in these labs? I, I mean, well, that, I mean that's I the point. It's like sort
0: of it. uh, v- Vickers uh, literally says there's basically a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so once they get them in this place of complete control. Mm-hmm. At at this point, it's just a brutal re- recycling yeah, yeah, yeah. system that yeah. they've got these aliens
1: in. To to clarify, I definitely think at the point we Chinese are, at, Communist we're, party. yeah, I definitely think <laughs> at the point we're at in the movie that obviously the menu are clearly you know, not good guys and they're there's clearly very much a sort of there after the weaponry, like there's a mm-hmm. there's money to be made from that, you know, that it's a race to figure out this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What I was sort of debating was the idea of them initially landing and then how they sort of, you know, process that, how they how they handle that as a thing, and the idea of like you were saying, putting them into you know this one contained area and not sort of just integrating them into society i can see how we as humans would think we were doing the right thing Mm. by doing that you know in it from coming from a genuine sort of not wanting to fuck them over as well as fuck us oh
3: yeah i believe i think that the initial move because the fact that they 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 what did they do? They actually cut into the spaceship, mm. found them all malnourished and shit, and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, well, we'll." And they took them down and they started giving them food, but mm. then just not enough money went into it, and that's yeah. where it again comes not down. To. And like, again, it's that, that
1: human enough. thing of being short sighted, It's like yeah, Which, we'll take
3: them out, put them in these yeah. towns for
1: now, never really. And so. it's all too
3: easy to do when um, it's an outgroup. Mm. If they, if they were more relatable, yeah. well, in you anyway. see in the documentary
2: part when they're interviewing just people on the street that a lot of people are like no we want them gone we don't want to help them Mm. and so the governing body probably trying to find an in-between like we don't want to spend too much money on this
3: because Mm -hmm. our people don't want that yeah and at that point you can't be seen to if that is the general consensus you then don't want to be seen to like, oh, well, we're actually going to be bringing these aliens into your communities and you need to welcome them as neighbours. Like, at that point, there's no chance of it. There's a sweet spot where you can, you can uh, change public opinion through the media, yeah. through using it correctly as nobody Absolutely. Be, like, how um, much of all of
0: the good things that were done um, for the aliens, the good things, quotation yeah. marks, like, how much of them were just a means to an end uh manipulation and mm. when you've got control of the media and you can control audience mm-hmm. uh, not audience but um, perception perception, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um then and that's what happens like yeah. that's legit what happens mm-hmm. in the real world is um you control through this mechanism it's basically a propaganda mechanism mm-hmm. yeah. um you like how much did the news in this world uh stir up about the aliens that uh made it so that they were able to start
3: shifting them into this concentration yeah. camp. Um, yeah. Even yeah. down to um, getting back into the news, The one, one of the few points I wrote down, mm. was um, how when they were breaking out of... What was it? When they were in the lab, they called it, like, immediately labelled it as a terrorist attack. Mm. And I was just like, how many things... I, I don't know, it just makes me think of, like, Jason Bourne, other films like that, where you're like, how many things that we see on the news are actually what they're describing them to us as what are actually what they're describing to us and how much of it is just like the sweeping statement of a terrorist attack even though it's just something internal that has gone wrong within their own system saying that there aren't terrorist attacks I'm not saying any of that wild bullshit but there is a huge chance especially as it's used so poignantly in so many films that that is the case and I think that really hits home for a lot of people because it may be a fear that a lot of people hold that aren't too keen on because accepting that means accepting that The governing body does a hell of a lot of shit that you don't know about and they won't tell you about. And, yeah, they're the kind of important things that this film touches upon, again, in a subtle way, through the use of aliens and through the use of a disconnect from our actual society.
1: Mm. Yeah. One of the the interesting lines that always sort of stands out is when they are talking to the public and I think uh, one of the ladies or or guys, I don't know, says, um, oh, you know, we wouldn't mind if it was people from another country. But they're not even from this planet. And it's like like how I don't know, it it presents this sort of interesting sort of like just school of thought where it's like if aliens were to arrive in this scenario, does it then provide humanity with like some mm. sort of banding together? Like yeah. n- now it's... there's this ultimate other that isn't even of of our species, you know yeah. what I mean? That so we can a sort thing, of yeah. focus our disdain on. Yeah. Um
3: the bigger evil to like to group
1: against, yeah. as long
3: as there's something more different and more scary. It's like a snakes episode in Rick and Morty. <laughs> They're all what is it? Seven? What does he say? Seventeen species of snakes fighting yeah. in a global war, and then Morty goes and gives them a reason to believe. Well, makes them know that there's a, another thing out there, something bigger and scarier, yeah. and then they all band together. Yeah. And I think that uh, unfortunately we don't get to see much of that. I don't know how they would even depict that on screen. Maybe yeah. just through more multicultural and integrated Maybe. societies um, but then that would probably require a much longer film yeah. um, to actually show that that would have been quite interesting to see again very difficult thing to try and put into onto a screen yeah,
1: yeah I mean again I mean we've I think probably barely scratched the surface really mm. like, I, I think this film again has so many ideas so many like good sort of social comments and what's remarkable I guess is that you know, it's what twelve years, twelve years on since release, and it's uh, not much has changed. Yeah. still, still at it. Yeah. Same questions. Just uh, as
3: just as impactful now, yeah. maybe even more so than it was. I, I would say,
0: having like given what's been happening the last couple of years, like real world riots and mm. all of this stuff, like these issues have always been around but we're at a point in time where they're more surface level than they've ever been before. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's pretty interesting watching this film and comparing it to what I would reckon is all of us are way more aware of these issues Mm -hmm. than we were the last time we watched this film. Um, So it's an interesting Mm. comparison. Yeah,
1: I just love that you get all of that while also getting some pretty fucking fantastic action. Fantastic effects. That's what makes Good it. Good characters. That's what uh, it's just film, solid. Uh, yeah, let's go into final thoughts. Um, I'm going to start with Tom.
2: Oh, why you do this?
1: Final thoughts, man. Um, uh, so, obviously, you saw it once. Once or twice quite a twice while back.
2: a while ago. Yeah, holds up pretty well. Um, sort of remembered most of the main sort of story points. Mm-hmm. Um most of what I'd forgotten was just sort of the action scenes. Yeah. Yeah. The bad guy who's just sort of a stand in yeah for the the MNU as yeah. a whole, basically. Just someone to be fucking. Yeah, sort of just a taste for the organization, yeah, yeah. 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 Um But yeah, um, really good sort of character writing and um gives you lots of food for thought, mm. lots to chew on. For sure. So better than Rain of Fire. Little bit, like, <laughs> a run it point or two higher. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. What was your reign of Fire? Three. I think I gave it three, maybe mm. 3.5. Yeah, I believe it was a 3.5.
1: Where were you throwing this bad boy?
2: Probably, probably an eight. I'd okay, say, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Sam, Hello. You. hi.
0: Um, yeah, I think we've like explained why this film is so f- fucking good. Yeah, across this like episode, I think. Um, it's pretty evident as to why it's so good. I'm a big Neil Blomkamp fan. Uh, I I think it's so close to a flawless film for me. Mm-hmm. I love it that much. Can't forgive the uh, bookshelf, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, honestly, uh, it's a nine for me. Nine. Yeah, no, no
2: doubt. A nine, district please. nine.
1: Nice. <laughs> He's fucking dead. it. 20. That's why you're here, Tom. Oh my god. Wow. Spots the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in I'll go mine. But yeah, I really enjoy the movie, man. But I loved it going in. I love it now. Um, yeah, I, I, it still holds up. Like, visually, narratively, I really enjoy it. Um, obviously, as we touched upon, the story actually is quite simple. But there's so much more going on underneath if you just, you know, put even the slightest bit of effort in. Mm. Copley is fucking... Just insane. That is his first movie is ridiculous. Um, Yeah, he smashes that right out of the park. Um, The character design, just yeah, everything for it works for me, I think. Um, Probably in similar boat to Sam in terms of it's pretty much near flawless, I think. Um, You know, uh,
3: Bar,
1: maybe the documentary to actual like film Mm. um maybe that could have been done in a i don't know a smoother way potentially but yeah ultimately it's it's pretty much up there man um i'm yeah same boat i think uh, a nine out of Mm -hmm. of
3: ten for me as well
1: jason you you lucky sod got to say it for the first time what your what your final thoughts on it i
3: fucking thoroughly enjoyed it mate yeah and I'm amazed it's taken me, what, fucking 12 years to see it?
1: You and me both, mate.
3: <laughs> you and me both. Because I even remember when it first came out being like, oh, yeah.
1: Do you reckon you would have appreciated it as much yeah. if you'd gone and seen it then?
3: In a way, I'm glad I've seen it now. Yeah. Because, well, I feel like if I saw it back then, I probably would have watched it multiple times time. because it's yeah. a good film anyway. Solid well, picked 17. Up on the same things. But, yeah, no, it was. It was pretty sick. Do you reckon you would have watched it, multi- you know, you would yeah, have watched it multiple times? Yeah, I definitely would have watched it multiple times. Do you reckon you will watch it multiple times? Oh, yeah, times I definitely time. will watch it yeah. multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the storytelling ability between all of them as a whole. Like, obviously, it's a collaborative process, not just yeah. the uh, director and writer, um, but also uh, Copley as yeah. the main character. Yeah, as, a, as I said, it's just surprising throughout, probably as original, as a movie can get in modern times. I mean I'm I've not really seen many South of...
1: African alien movies. Well yeah.
3: No, but not just that just in in the plot as well. Like mm. it was a very you had a very flaw there's not many modern films or more recent films that have the very flawed male as the main character, who isn't really a hero type. Yeah, it's always the hero, and this is this is what we we'll get to with Gary Oldman's films. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always plays the tragic male who never really gets any kind of redemption, and that is what, um, for the most part, Copley's character was. Yeah,
1: I, it's it's interesting actually. I um, know I'm jumping in on your wrap up here, but no, um, the the idea of a male sort of protagonist in the movie who isn't this sort of super strong Mm. you know, like alpha male type is, um, yeah, something that is lacking in a lot of sort
3: of sci-fi fantasy movies. Because yeah. you know, it's all too easy to just give your main sci-fi characters sure. either super cool abilities yeah, or some kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. power.
1: Or some you know, sort of like strength. If or, anything, you know, then meant to be, he's got a flaw. Yeah. To,
3: to everyone else it's a flaw, but to him in his personal situation it is a a, a um, power and he just has to figure out his best way yeah. to
1: use it. But it's just, yeah, it's just seeing and i i guess maybe that's why it sort of relates or why audiences can relate so much to it is that that character is so flawed and you can mm-hmm. see yourself in that position yeah. making those sort of same mistakes and you know being you know you can f- easily find yourself being used by this mm-hmm. fucking conglomerate do you know what i mean mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, Disney. That will be us eventually when we get brought out. But even oh, I can't even wait. Lad, so we're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I love we're gonna
3: have alien money. hands. Yeah, we're gonna be firing intergalactic weapons. You yeah. know, mate, uh, the weapon design though, right, right? Oh, the weapon design's fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What was the, the weapon design from that Halo film that was gonna be. Made, off. Uh, <laughs> his power. Now that I just said it about it, about it there, like obviously his power was to everyone else. His power was the fact that he could fire the, this alien weaponry. Mm. But really, his power was. Through becoming part alien, being able to connect to them on a human level or connect to them on a uh, personal level Mm. and overcome his own prejudices to help in the small amount that he could to actually aid them in succeeding and getting off that planet. And really that's what his superpower was, not what everyone else saw it as, which was just Mm. he can fire their weapons. But it did help that you could drive that mix. Oh, it did. It helped, it helped <laughs> a lot. But it's um, not the you, ultimate end all. Did you give it a rating? For for not, a final score? And I will give it a nine out of ten. Nine well. out of ten. Nice.
1: It's interesting. All of us pretty much, pretty much agreed. Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: That's what happens when you get a good film. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Put a nine when you get a nine. Now we were discussing earlier
0: how good movies are harder to talk about, but we absolutely picked that apart. So that makes it a great movie, right? Uh, yeah, so. yeah, because
3: yeah. a good movie is good for some reasons but well, that a good, good movie of social mm. commentary on there like, I think it's yeah. just about how much we, well we touched on that quite a lot but anything that makes it more relatable to mm. anything in our real world or, or the vicinity of yeah. news or media that we receive I, will make yeah. it more impactful I guess it's that thing when people say
2: the worst thing a movie can be is boring Yeah. Because, like, there could be nothing wrong with it. Mm. So there'd be nothing to talk about. But then if something's really bad, you've got lots to talk about, and you can get a lot of entertainment about... How about that? By picking apart a bad film. And then a great film can give you a lot to talk about, about the things it does well. Yeah. So the hardest things to talk about is an average film.
1: So basically, don't choose any average films... Boys and How many average films? <laughs> <in sports? laughs> yeah. Speaking of average films, next week, um, King Arthur. I've oh, um, never seen it. So it's alright. That's the exact sort of response I expect from you boys. But who has? Is this the guy? Ritchie who hasn't? Has it? it is the guy, Richie King Arthur, yeah. not
0: the Clyde Owen one the or the Disney one Another or the... one of my favourite all-time directors, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie.
2: Yeah. Um, I tried to show Sam the sword in the stone once, and he just wasn't interested. Me. Yeah.
0: Oh, tell us about this
1: boys. you were on
2: your phone you missed all the hilarious visual comedy <laughs> I don't
1: know yeah. did this happen itself? do you remember it sir?:
2: yeah yeah I do sadly did you not enjoy the uh, I you can't don't
0: enjoy it. It the stone? I can't remember it I've never seen it I think as a I Disney movie it's pretty bad it's not one of the best
2: oh. it's probably uh, nostalgic for me I enjoyed the first 15 minutes or so that I watched <laughs> Yeah, so. And then you were out. Did I was annoyed at Sam for not even paying attention. <laughs> Turned it off, went to my bedroom. phone. <laughs> <laughs> I kept what, looking what over you doing at doing you and, and every single time you were uh, <laughs> staring at your phone, not even phones, watching. Yeah, wow. I, I ain't got a phone at And though. there's so much yeah. going on oh, on I, the screen while they're talking. This was back when you had a phone.
0: Yeah, but I... What I'm saying is you can show it to me now. You
2: won't be That's on your nice. laptop the
0: entire time? I probably will. But I haven't got a phone. What if he sends yeah. it to you on
1: your laptop? I won't watch it. Okay. Um, yeah, so King Arthur, has anyone... Sam, you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah, Jason, have you seen it? Lovely. Just, it's just you, Tom? I've not
0: seen it. Interesting.
1: Do you remember anything? Anyone remember anything about? Yeah, this, in my
3: opinion, is an average. Okay. Yeah. See, I of of Guy Ritchie's films that I've seen, this is probably one of the worst. Whoa!
1: I'm so hyped. Next week's gonna be fun then, because I really, really enjoy it. Do do you enjoy enjoy it more than gentleman. Gentleman? I enjoy it
3: as much as The Gentleman. Even I Sherlock Holmes, no. I actually
0: think, is better than it. In
1: I enjoy this more than Sherlock Holmes. I think it was Lawless, Kyrie?
0: Right? Uh, no. You enjoy this more than Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. You I, I like Sherlock
1: Holmes. You're a mad hatter, mate. But I actually enjoy this more. I th- yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll get into it next week. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I think it's a bit underappreciated, personally. I think it could have set up a nice
2: franchise. I can uh, never judge. Franchise. I can never predict whether I'm going to like a movie based on what you guys think of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just like, I don't know what to do. Some, like, some films I agree with like Sam and Jason on, and then some films I completely disagree on, mm. and then some films that I agree with Brian on, other films. And the films that I agree with you guys on, I never like... <laughs> Consistent, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what makes this fun, mate. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's why we're doing a podcast.
0: Yeah. Tell you what is consistent: Go on. Last Jedi being shot. Oh, uh, <laughs> every episode, every episode. Right. Can't wait uh, to. Is this not it? the first episode what? that we've brought up Last Jedi? I don't know. Potentially, it just feels. Like... Maybe it feels it like every time you probably <laughs> maybe, just cut it out.
1: Maybe it feels moment. like every episode just because every. Every episode I from now
0: on, Last Jedi. Last Jedi yeah. I think
3: the Last Jedi is mentioned every time we interact. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, even if it just be like a, a darting stare from the corner of the room like that. Fucker likes the Last we're Jedi. Gonna <laughs> really... <laughs>
1: we're gonna reveal who that fucker is. In uh, episode 40 when we eventually do the Last Jedi. It's gonna be the Christmas. It's gonna be the Christmas drunk episode, guys. Uh, you won't
2: want to miss it. A note on my phone million dollar ideas it's got one thing
1: on it I mean now's the
3: time <laughs> I'll give you a clue is it an actual sword in the stone no is it a
2: podcast it's a kitchen appliance yeah mm-hmm.
3: go on oh,
2: is that all the information and you to, no you have to guess and they're really efficient cheese are we
0: case, doing so this so. as part of this podcast because <laughs> we still haven't wrapped that's, that's up, happening
2: that's up to Ryan it's happening that's fine you can choose if this is worth it uh,
1: is it like a lightsaber knife no mm. okay I'm out anyone else want to as <laughs> of
2: <laughs> <That's> the guess <laughs> A single something that would be worth a million dollars. So tough. can you just tell us... Wait, is it one know, item to. No, no, no. worth a million dollars? I want no, to no, so, get this, so, so, I get this something to Something you could make a million dollars So can you just oh, okay. can you
1: tell us what this is again, Tom? Sorry.
2: Just, like... So there's a note on my phone from a very yeah. long time ago. Okay. It's called Million Dollar Ideas. Okay. And you've got one note. And it's got one item on it. <laughs> okay. And you want us I'm to pretty guess, sure Jason was there when I wrote it. You want us to guess? I what feel what like that idea we've had is. this
3: conversation before, and so I'm like desperately trying to think, but I'm also looking at all of our kitchen appliances, <laughs> and because I'm looking at them, I can't think of anything but them.
2: I googled it to see if it already existed. Does and it, it exist? Okay. It did not.
1: So it's not a lightsaber knife. That's my one and only it's idea. Not
2: it's not that. Just for like, I was just thinking for like butter. It's something that could exist. Actually, that would be useless. You family's gonna melt it. When he has a little lightsaber button over <laughs> it. And one. he eats Maybe. the cheese with
1: it. Uh, Sam, any ideas what his million dollars I got dollar... nothing, mate. <laughs> Literally nothing? No, okay.
2: no, I got nothing.
1: Uh, Jason, do you want to take your stab in the dark? No. No, You'd I'm say, saying uh, oh, me. I mean, also, saying. I mean, you want to give this away to anyone who may listen? Yeah,
3: fucking Disney aren't going to buy us. They're going to pay if, see if idea. it's worth it and if it, if you reckon it could be. I'll, I'll decide on we the can, editing. We can cut it out.
2: yeah here. okay It's a Dalek kettle. <laughs> What? We have of all the
1: things that I thought you were going to say, Tom. Now, one arm that... is a little... Sorry. And the other arm is a
2: little... Yeah. yeah, so you flick his little gun down to yeah. turn it off. The steam <laughs> come, can come out of the eye yeah. hole. No, yeah. no, you flick, you the, plunge, the, you flick plunger. the plunger down to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The water pours out of the gun. Yeah. And the steam comes out of the eye hole. Or no. <laughs>
1: The steam. worst idea i've ever, ever heard
2: <laughs> the steam can right, yeah the lights the on... worst idea you've ever heard the lights on the awesome. top Sorry, the lights on the top when you turn class. it on right yeah <laughs> flick the plunger steam comes out of the eye hole um water comes out right, again no, me. what do you mean it's gonna
1: when it's doing the it's steaming do... is it just a standard whistle
2: it's
3: gonna go boiling, boiling, <laughs> boiling, <laughs> evaporate. That's <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly
1: what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and is then cute. the whole
2: dome head can be the lid. and uh,
0: up. Yeah, no. Um, can there be the actual dialek in the kettle in some capacity? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it actually. Um,
3: get us rid of limescale somewhere you know? it's, it's got a purpose it's not one of those shitty kettles it's going to cost like 70 80 quid
1: <laughs> no one is paying 70 to 80 pound for a dalek kettle you're and wrong there's no lime scale, you're
0: though. wrong Ryan. I'm
2: you sorry. have
3: no idea what doctor so who many fans people will spend people. money they on know what, yeah facts right. nerds spend obscene yeah of nerds
0: money spend money but, but
3: they ain't spending it on fucking dalek kettles of course
2: they, they, they would course I would they they
3: absolutely would, would. Yeah. how much would a dalek kettle spruce up our fucking it would not it would Stand out a lot. As long as it was silver and black. Yeah, oh no, actually, there. you have got like, yeah. the
1: old phone booth there, haven't you? Phone booth?
3: I don't know. What <laughs> What <else laughs> I was is
1: it? Is it you flying? Checking your own
3: kitchen. When did that about? get there? Did you
1: just put it in? Uh, what phone booth? You in? don't have one, guys. My point is <laughs> you have nothing but it's fucking Doctor Who related. It's dumb.
2: All right, uh, police box biscuit. <laughs> <in. laughs>
1: Um, yeah no so yeah join us next week uh, we'll be discussing King Arthur
2: I've got another note on my phone <laughs>
1: <Well, laughs> now I'm going to have to says, keep this bit it Good. Says,
2: Good. Sam colon <laughs> Crisps Steak Doritos <laughs> Sour Sweets <laughs> that's it <laughs> what's a
0: note <laughs>